Hey guys, welcome back. This is the episode of Devo's Tears, where we listen to Devo cry for 15 minutes. <laughs> Especially <laughs> off of the next movie that we're going to be reviewing. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. This is a straight to TV where we watch, um, where, where we're about to get explicit, <laughs> and we watch shitty movies. Did so you, you say don't straight have to. to TV? I don't even know. I was laughing. Yeah, we so did say hard. straight to TV. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to Straight to TV. I'm Victor. I'm here with Devo and Rob. And today we're reviewing dun, 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 cult classic The Room. Directed, produced, written, starred by Tommy Wazoo. Tommy Wazoo. The only reason this movie made any money is because he became a cult classic because it's dog shit. Yeah. It's not dog shit. I'm sorry. So, um, <clears throat> it, it just we, took, what was it, five? Oh, oh, you can get into that. Yeah. Sorry. So, we uh, are we just jumping into our ratings really quick so people can know our ratings and then they can hear um, what we think about it and we'll talk about it. Yeah, let's just jump into the ratings because I think that for this one, I think it's important. I think the other movies, there's a lot of movies where you we couldn't ruin a movie for you. But let's jump into the ratings and say what we thought about it and let the listeners see if they want to pause our podcast, watch a movie and come back or... They don't give a shit, and let's just roll with it. Okay. Robert, what did you think of this Oh, movie? shit, I'm starting. We're putting God you on the spot. Spot. We went clockwise. Damn it. No, we went counterclockwise. You threw me off. Um, It was interesting. Was it bad? So bad it's good, or is it a hidden gem? Okay, so I'm going to say the movie was bad prior to watching The Disaster Artist, because we also watched that to get a little more context. The Disaster Artist is with... Oh, my God. Why can't I think of their names? The Brothers. Yeah. I need names, though. Franco. James. James Franco and... Fuck. His younger brother. I can't think yeah. of his younger brother. Dave, uh, Donnie. Dave, no, no that's, Donnie, Wahlbergs. that's Wahlbergs. Um, <laughs> the, isn't it a D? I, I, I feel like I it's know. a D. He has a D. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Tom? Tom? No. 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 That's the other brother. James Franco and Dave Donnie, Franco. Dave, Dave, Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Was, Thank you. I was going to oh say David. So, <clears throat> Married to Allison so I give Brie, a, right? Is he? He might be. Yeah, he is. The girl from Community. Okay. okay. Wow, that was creepy. <laughs> um, so after watching that, I think it was so bad it's good. Now, I think you have to watch the movie first. And then watch Disaster Artist. Absolutely. Yeah. You watch Disaster Artist first, it's going to kind of give away some things. So watch The Room first, then The Disaster Artist, and you'll kind of understand what happened. And the reason it's so bad it's good is the idea that you you can't just go create a movie and make a movie that's seen in movie theaters. Like, you have to have some sort of background in film or and Tommy he took classes and shit but he didn't have a background in filmography or I don't even know if that's a thing I'm gonna just make it a thing I think no, it is I think it is I think some of the pacing's kind of weird cinematography but I do, I do think the cinematography was done pretty well I think the panning and the scene setups were pretty good <laughs> the dialogue is trash Right. Yes. I, it it has aspects of being a good solid <laughs> film. It just was not put together the best. Yeah, like 
I mean, this is the quality of this movie is significantly better than some of the others that we watched. Birdemic. Primarily. That was just <laughs> I can't believe we brought you on to that episode. Hey, you know what? I, I it gives you a new respect for Throw movies. me into the deep end. That's how I felt. How many times did you watch Birdemic? I watched it twice. I thought it was three times. <laughs> no, no, that was uh, uh Mega versus Mecha Shark. I would argue this is better than Mega versus Mecha Shark. Yes, I I would agree with you on that. And even though oh shit, did we review that before this one? I don't know. We might be going out of order. We had a problem with our sound on this episode, and we had to re-record. <laughs> I apologize. Well, I way, think it might have been my fault. It was one of our faults. Yeah, it's always my fault. So Robert, on a scale you. one to five, how would you rank this movie? Three and a half. Three and a half. But it's so bad, it's good, right? I think so. It's just like thinking about it, like the guy actually put out a decent quality movie and there's a lot of like, it's basically his biography in his mind. Yeah, we we could definitely get to that a little and bit. We, yeah, we can dig into that. But I think it's like literally, there's a lot more going on in the movie than you catch if you just watch the movie for the movie. For sure. Like if you try to get like if you watch Disaster Artist, if you get to know Tommy Wazoo or Wazo or whatever the fuck it is. Um sorry I'm cussing a lot, but Already. It, Although I mean when you have could... a fucked up last name, just be prepared for someone to say was what the fuck. Wazoo. So I, I think when I first watched this movie, I'm kinda like, Who the hell is this guy? And why did they cast him? Right. So I think maybe if you want to do a little bit of research, maybe watch a little couple of interviews about Tommy Wazoo to get an understanding who he is, it'll better prepare you for what the hell you're going to watch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I say just watch it. Just raw dog Just it. watch it. <laughs> I think I already got in too much into the weeds and gave them too much. Like, they just need to watch it. It's so bad it's good after watching Disaster Artist. Watch it and then watch Disaster Artist and you'll be set. Devo, yours. So mine. Um, I'm on board with you in the fact that it's a so bad it's good. Because um, I think I watched this one two times um, before actually watching Disaster Artist. And it, it was because, like, with the quality of, like, the picture, the um, uh soundtrack and everything like I was, I was you know intrigued by it i was like okay well what is really going on here why is it being made and everything like that like it kind of made you think that um even watch raw dogging it in terms of uh <laughs> watching it uh straight you know with, without seeing the disaster artist or anything like that um it it kept me it, it was almost suspenseful because i was like okay there has to be something with the fact that it's called The Room. They go back to the same place over and over again. So, like, what is it that's going to happen? Like, is this going to be a horror film? Or is it, like, that's kind of, like, the feeling that I got and why I, like, I, I decided to watch it a second time. Because I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, did I miss something or what have you? Turns out it was just because... Was a Wazoo, Wazoo, again, however you say it, it, it was just his creative 
spin off of whatever he was wanting to to capture. Yeah, I, I think this movie's got a very soap opera-y feel to it. That, yes, I can agree, yes. And I think you're sitting here like, this is a goddamn shitty movie. Where is this going to go? And it actually arcs, and you're kind of surprised. <laughs> right. Right, like Birdemic never arced. Right. Right, it, you, you never had closure, and this movie kind of, it, it does tell the story and gets from beginning to end. Yeah, so I mean, for for uh, rating wise, I would end up putting it at like a. I, I would agree with the three point five. Um, and Aww. and to be honest, though, like for me, three point five, I'd probably still watch it again. And, I would and might, probably and might enjoy it even more though, just because of the fact that like I've seen the Disaster Artist and kind of understand Wazoo Wazoo a little bit more. Um from this movie and then also like you said victor uh you know watching interviews and stuff like that of him like it it almost makes it a little bit more endearing to watch it it's weird like i I don't understand it (laughs) like i could understand why it's a cult classic now though yeah i mean this the reason you'd enjoy it more the second time is you'd make someone else watch it with you yes and that's what the enjoyment's gonna be like seeing their face like, what the fuck are you making me watch? And then you're going to watch The Disaster Artist, and they're going to want to slap you because you're like, they're like, you already recommended one bad movie to me. We are not doing this again. And then they're, they're, they're going to get the context. I think I made the mistake and made my wa- wife watch Disaster Artist first because I, I was expecting a James Franco, Seth Rogen kind of mm-hmm. parody of the movie. Right. Yeah. And it was kind of like a... <clears throat> autobiography almost yeah because it, it was based on the book right that <laughs> that was the book wrote. That oh greg yeah, greg, yeah yeah greg greg no hi greg mark cool story greg. yeah oh mark yeah. yeah it was mark but his real name is greg yeah. yeah oh hi mark oh hi mark so Victor. i didn't hit her <laughs> Oh, hi, Mark. I, I want to talk about that part. But. Yeah, we will. We will. <laughs> so, uh, Victor, give us your ratings, though, on this bad boy. I think I'm going to get some hate for this. I think I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Go for it. And I hope our listeners hate on me for this. I'm going to compare this movie to a Star Wars New Hope. Oh, Star Wars New Hope. Oh, man, that was such a terrible movie. I've never seen it. So, George Lucas. I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. on our next season of straight to tv robert watches every single piece of media of star wars and critiques each one oh are we also going clone war like animated every single we're gonna make him read all the Vader comics by the way rob's dropping out season two (laughs) you'll see him back in season three with harry potter (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just throwing in like oh one time was enough. <laughs> so when, when George Lucas wrote Star Wars and created the movie, he directed the movie. And from what I heard in the documentary I watched, it came out like shit. And this movie was beat up and edited. And it was, they say, saved in the edited room. Didn't he have other uh, high producers helping out, though? And I think in A New Hope, it was it was pretty, it wasn't expected to do well. Okay. So he directed it, produced it, people came in, beat it up, you know, critiqued it, 
and fixed it. <clears throat> now, when he made the prequels, everyone was like, George Lucas is a god, his way or the highway. And they created his vision of the first three movies. And as, as most people say, those are probably some people's least favorite Star Wars movies. I would agree. So They're not my favorite, but they're still good. Like You, you have to have those, though, within so, it. So I think when Tommy was producing this movie, everybody was like, you're a fucking idiot. And everyone as a team collectively saved this movie from being a disaster. And when Tommy Wazoo, I'm assuming he's created more movies, but nobody knows what the hell they are. Nobody cares for them. Him and Greg. And I'm assuming they let him make his movie the way he wanted to. And they didn't beat him up about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely kind of like talks about that within a disaster artist too. So I'm going to say that this movie is a gem. It's a goddamn masterpiece. And nobody will ever recreate this movie or a movie like this ever again. Actually, I can kind of agree with you that they won't be able to. You cannot remake. A, it's like Napoleon Dynamite. Nobody's ever going to remake a movie like Napoleon Dynamite. That's true. And that definitely has a cult following as well. Like, uh, it, it's so dumb that it's amazing. Like, well, I think Napoleon that's what Dynamite. they're going for. Right, right. But, like, maybe um, a few chromosomes missing, you know, Midwest. <clears throat> oh, maybe you made had, some. You, you had to bring it in. Maybe culturally. had to, uh, maybe some cousins made it and, you know, <laughs> came up with Napoleon. Did, did you know? And that, I mean, his brother, good he, lord. Did you know that the budget for Napoleon Dynamite was like. 100 10, grand? W- was it 100? I thought I it was 10K. I think it was, it was like 100 grand. <laughs> I thought it was. I don't know, John Hender, John... Uh, that made his career, too. Even did. though now he's only known as Napoleon Dynamite. He made no, a, he was in uh, Bench Warmers, dude. Come on. Yeah, but <laughs> like he plays the weird dude. Yeah. But yeah, that, that is his character, he right? He cannot play anything else. But he got paid $1,000 for that movie. Oh, and it no did, shit. It did so well, they gave him a million-dollar bonus. Nice. And well, good I, for him. I think they said in like Blaze and Glory he was paid... In the multi million dollars for that movie, as he should have been, though. Like, that was another really good one. Um, at least I feel Blade of Glory for, is a, one of my favorite movies of all time, especially the scene where they're uh sliding towards each other and then they end up scissoring. <laughs> it It is Will Ferrell at his best, that is right, that is right. 400k, one of my guilty pleasures. 400k for okay, budget. I don't know where I wow. saw the 10. Opening weekend was 160. <laughs> that was, was Birdemic. Oh, it was Birdemic. That's right. 116K opening weekend, which is pretty shitty. Um, but they grossed 44 million. <laughs> I mean, God Jesus. Dang. God dang. Did a lot better. It's than one of the most successful movies ever made. Like, really. Like, if you look at how much they made versus how much it cost. Producer didn't have to do anything after that. <laughs> I mean, there's so many. Yeah, we won't even. We yeah, no one needs to review that because everyone's freaking seen it. But so your what's your out of five? Four. I'm gonna give a solid four. I I don't think you need to run and watch this movie right away. Which, no, definitely do. Which which would be I'd, I'd rank it as a five. Like turn this podcast off and go freaking watch it right now. But I definitely fours puts it like come watch watch it and then watch it and watch it in the near future. Okay. And I definitely love to watch like a midnight cult small theater showing of this. If they had it, we'd be going. Dude, let's go. Uh, hopefully they make it into where uh, it, it can go into, um, what's the drive-in? 
Guaranteed it comes in at Lemley Theaters at some point in time in Claremont. Oh, all right. They have all sorts of weird shit there. How much does it cost to rent out a theater? I heard it's pretty cheap right now. Maybe right now. <laughs> right now with COVID? I heard it's like 100 <laughs> bucks right now. <laughs> Maybe. We should just rent one of those out and do all of our recordings. And tell them to play the room. And invite all our listeners. Right? But, okay, so who wants to start this off so are we just going to talk about it in general yeah, or are we going to go in order let's let's get a little background on the movie right so this movie was released to two theaters that That's made right. like 1600 dollars mm-hmm. because tommy wanted it to tommy like paid them to run the movie for two weeks so it could have its up, chance have his chance to be nominated for an academy award He also paid over $400,000 for a damn billboard that he left up for 10 years. The billboard with his phone number where you can call Johnny Wazoo directly? Yeah. Tommy. And it's the most awkward photo. He's Johnny in the movie. (laughs) It it looks like a rock poster. His face on there looks like a rock poster. Like not the rock, like a rocker. And he doesn't have a forgettable face. Like he's got the distinct scar. He might have the most awkward body. That poster looks like this movie was supposed to be a serial killer movie. Yes. I Yes. It's just like mugshot and phone number. And if you see this man, please call Tommy Wazoo directly <laughs> and see his movie. I think you could have changed this movie into a serial killer movie. And it may have been better. Like, it, and it, you couldn't, you wouldn't have had to change anything in the first half. Second half, serial serial killer movie. Yes, because, I mean, he was almost hunting his quote-unquote best friend because they mentioned that multiple times in the movie. They did? Yes, that him and Mark were best friends. Hunting, though. You know Tommy's my best friend. Yeah. I can't do that to him. Johnny. 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 (laughs) Johnny. I'm getting it flipped real bad. (laughs) No, the the reason I was saying that is because uh, when... So now we're just, I mean, I'm jumping. Like, do do we want to go in, in sequence or not? I, I think let's give Let's give background, like, where it takes place. San Francisco. Know. I mean, in you have to talk about, like, that first, one of the first scenes. When he, like, shows up home from work. Mm-hmm. And he, has, he goes and sees his fiance. We just yeah. bought a... No, his a future wife. Future never wife, the yeah. word fiance. That's true. That's because of where he came from. They don't which, have the word fiance. Which we don't know. How did he fund this movie? He sold leather jackets. Yeah. At least that's one of the... <clears throat> was it Reddit or Google? Yeah. I mean, no one actually knows how he made his money. The movie cost $6 million to make. Yeah. The Com- final budget was six. Completely funded by Tommy, Tommy Wazoo. Yeah. WTF. That's what I'm going to call him from now on. <laughs> Tommy WTF. Um, yeah. So it cost... Six million dollars to make it. Now they say that he's actually turned a profit over time because it became a cult <clears throat> classic. Yes, and, and no, he shows up. And... He shows up to some of the midnight showings. Yeah, everyone says he's a cool dude. That he'll show up, hang out, shoot the shit with people. Well, you could definitely tell that that's what he is uh, in the disaster artist. <laughs> but yeah, six million dollars to make this fucking movie. That I feel like we can make off of our iPhones. Shit, we could probably go old school and go like iPhone 2 
and make a same quality movie off of them. It it was. I don't think we can make a better movie than this. Quality wise, if I wasn't working full time, I'd say challenge accepted. But I'm working full time, so I don't think I can. So if you want to donate six million dollars to our <laughs> Patreon, Robert will make a movie. Shit, just pay my just pay my salary for the next four years. I'll make the damn movie. We we have to learn how to playwright first. If you want to donate, Tommy didn't. I don't even think you to, need to to playwright. So Robert's salary for six years. So if you want to donate. Six hundred dollars, <laughs> <laughs> asshole. <clears throat> but okay, yeah, so, so it takes place in San Francisco. Nope, takes place in L.A. No, it's San no, Francisco. San Francisco. It was recorded in L.A. Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Part of it, <laughs> yeah, which so I think is the awkward part. Some of be- it was recorded in San Francisco. Part of the reason that he it cost so much was he kept firing people, as you can see with one of the. Well, there are like 10 actors, actresses. Well, actors. I think actor brings in females and males, right? I'm not going crazy. No, but <laughs> I don't know if it's he just me. He fired people. Yes, but that's disaster He went from artist. a nerdy dude to like a jock douchebag. That's disaster that's artist. Star- yeah, that's disaster artist. No. So that's why I'm like for the firing people, he, he didn't. So we never find out what he does for a living just that we know that he makes a good amount of money because um, that's that's mentioned within the movie multiple times. But it, it takes place in San Francisco. Like you were saying, Rob, it oh, starts mean, out. Sorry, Victor, did you mean how he makes his money prior to the movie <laughs> or in the movie? Because he's a banker. I was talking about prior, but let's okay. get to in the movie. He's a banker. <laughs> he, what, he's like a teller? I don't fucking know. No yeah, one knows, and we what we don't we don't find out. Do? I have no idea. But they spend your money. Um, yeah. So he gets home, and it's just the weirdest exchange between him and the leading lady, where he's super in love with, and he buys a dress for. Yeah, he buys her a dress. Go put it on, and then she goes and puts it on. Yeah. And then comes back and is like kind of like twirling around in it. And it's like borderline a like a a dress Cocktail slash. Dress. Well, it's almost like borderline lingerie. Like a pajama like a, dress? Like, yeah, like a, like one of the, yeah, exactly. Go anything ahead, Diego, i Anything for my girl. Well, and then what's his That's, face shows that was up? one of the his. The little Devo? dude. His name's Devo, the little guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Danny. 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 Yeah, Close Danny. to Devo. Danny shows up. And he's like, wow, you look beautiful. Uh, How much did that dress that? cost? Yeah, and she's like, oh, don't yeah. ask that. Yeah. Um, don't be rude. And then uh, they said like, oh, we're going to go upstairs or something. We need our alone time. Well, like, oh, we, see you later, lovebirds. Can we go back to the money thing and how much he hates talking about money in the movie and in real life, right? Yes. So she's like, don't talk about that. And the next thing the guy says like, Oh hey Denny, how are you doing? It, I swear to God, it like went that route. It always cut to him being super brotherly to everyone. So let's go back to the missing chromosome conversation. <laughs> I th- that we didn't have in this episode yet. <laughs> <laughs> that we. <laughs> so if you if if you talk about Tommy Wazoo, he he's definitely. I've seen missing people, link. I've seen people interview. James Franco, and they're kind of borderline talking about how Tommy Wazoo is crazy. 
from the point of he's definitely on the spectrum. And being on the spectrum, they lack social skills. And since Tommy wrote this script, I think it's a very troubled social skills between the actors. I could see that. Yeah. This is almost through the eyes of a autistic person. Dare I say it. Which, I mean, kind of gives it a little bit more um, merit, in essence. I mean, to get through writing it and then directing it and also starring in it for someone who is technically going to be a little bit more socially awkward. Awkward. Um, But at the same time, sorry, I'm going to keep with the timeline of the movie just because the next scene was just awkward as shit like they go upstairs oh no well back to your point tommy goes i think i'm gonna take a nap right and then but nap was like you know you have your little brother you have your little brother hanging out at your house and you're like oh we need to go make love but Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna tell my little brother we're gonna you know bone each other's brains out yeah, and then Denny says, okay, bye, you lovebirds, or whatever. They go and they, upstairs, and then he joins them with a pillow fight. And then a pillow fight ensues. But the, it was Do you so think weird. Tommy's bye? Not that there's any problem with that, but it kind of seemed like he was kind of into it. So in the Disaster Artist, it you know, my wife was watching it with me, and she goes, is he gay? <laughs> you know, he seemed like he was in love with Greg, <clears throat> the actor who plays Mark. I, I I think there is a that slight the the whole club scene where he's like flirting with Allison Brie and then mm-hmm. Johnny gets, gets jealous uh, jealous yeah and I, I I wasn't sure how to take that part that that's scene. in Disaster Artist by right. the way not in the movie right and and with that scene like I was kind of like hmm is he jealous of Mark getting the girl or is he jealous of the girl getting mark like i i did have that kind of uh back and forth while while seeing that scene yeah but um yeah this this movie kind of jumps around because it it then there's no storyline no because then it shows uh after that scene of the pillow fight it shows a uh we get introduced with mark and mark's in his car and he's talking to lisa on the phone and he says something along the lines of, I'm too busy right now, but he's in his car doing nothing. And I'll talk to you later. Tommy is, or uh, Johnny is my best friend. He makes mention of it. Well, she says, first. hey, babe. Yeah. Just super awkward. If, so when I watch this movie, the girl who plays Lisa does a decent job acting. She's, yeah. She's okay. She she very it, it was definitely her first film. Yeah, for sure. But it portrays that she thinks she's more attractive than she is. When Greg, who plays Mark, is speaking his lines, he speaks his lines like Tommy Wazoo talks. Well, it's because it was written by Tommy. <laughs> and they're best friends. And there it, it comes through in that as well, where Well, I think it's that yeah, that whole thing of he's like his he is reliant on Tommy to get that break that he wanted. So he's letting Tommy run it. Right. right. And and um, it kind of goes back to the disaster artist and how they explain it too because, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Tommy was, quote unquote, or at least from what it portrayed, 
in the disaster artist that Tommy was teaching Mark how to act and everything. So like it, it does kind of come through on the disaster artist as to why he was acting the way that he was. Yes. Yeah, so they have that like weird scene where they're talking and she's like, no, I need to see you. Or she's like, I need to talk to you. And he's like, okay, what do you want to talk about? So he went from being too busy to like, okay, what do you want to talk about? And she's like, I need to see you. And then he's like, okay, let's meet up at this time. Right after he says, I'm best friends with Tommy or Johnny, which is kind of weird. I mean, like if one of our significant others reached out to one of the others of us and was like, hey, I really need to see you, they'd probably be like, uh, Victor, Victor will come to or Devo will come to, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not what you do. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Unless you're like, you'd give more context to that. Which which the, the storyline didn't also present that either, though. Yeah. Because then it just jumped into another scene of uh, Johnny or Tommy going to a flower shop. Oh, God. Greatest scene in the movie. It, and it's actually one of the most... I, I feel like it's one of the most clipped scenes it out is, there. It is my favorite. You could just watch this scene and you're going to be like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. It's like... But it again... Oh, we didn't mention this. The movie was intended to be a serious movie. Right. When it was initially played, people thought it was funny. He was going off of Hitchcock. Like, how he wrote it and everything, that's what his vision was. And that kind of, like, is portrayed or or brought out in uh, Disaster Artist. He he walks into the flower shop. The scene is incredibly poorly paced because it's fast. Right. The flower shop owner straight up like, oh, Tommy, I didn't recognize you. Johnny. 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 <laughs> I didn't recognize. Who the fuck would not recognize that man? Well, well he changes that. his garb quite often. He, he had on his sunglasses while in the store, by the way. I recognize. I don't I wouldn't. I don't think I'd recognize a lot of people on the street, but I freaking recognize Tommy Wazoo. Mm-hmm. Well, it's how he walks everything about well, him. It's also what he was wearing. Yeah, he wears very <laughs> odd apparel. Apparently, that's how he actually dresses. Yeah. He dresses like a rock star. I was going to say punk rock, rock star. Like, if if you're thinking of not Alice in Chains, uh, Alice in in Chains. uh, And Ozzy Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne for sure. Um, But so he he goes in and he goes, a dozen roses, please. And then uh, she goes, oh, here you go. And he goes, that's me. Yeah, it's what like the, the oh, weirdest hi, doggy. thing ever. Yeah, like, and then there's a dog sitting on the counter, oh. which I, I don't know if that's the, like L.A. standards, but right. hey, and let's go with it. I, for some reason right now, I'm thinking of Men in Black and the pug because it was oh, a pug. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Frank. Um, but uh, oh, shit. It, it was just like like she, she goes, okay, that'll be... Uh, X amount of dollars, and he goes, "Okay, here you go. Keep, Keep the, the change. change." You know what would be funny is if it was like twenty three ninety nine, <laughs> and he was like, "Here you go. Keep the change." That means he gave her a fifty, because <laughs> 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 he gave one bill. <laughs> yeah. Last I checked, unless you're in like Europe somewhere, there's not a twenty five dollar bill. Right, and then he just walks out like nothing and says bye to the doggy. It's the high doggy. Yeah, the high doggy. Hi, doggy. Hi, doggy. Walks out. And, and then, then, yeah, pats and, it on the head twice. And then it, or clip, once. it clips to another scene of the city and then oh to my, the, the room. Can I jump back? Talking about your spectrum point earlier, 
That scene right there is proof. Hi, dog. You pat on the head, walk out. Yeah. I, I can... love that scene, though. It is. It, it, it is. is a good, funny, and, like, I don't know. It, it does encompass it's so weird. quite a bit, though. Like, if you're a regular, because she also said, oh, uh, like, as he was paying her or something like that, uh, she said, you're my favorite customer. Like, how do you not recognize your favorite customer, for one? In sunglasses. In sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, the sunglasses, uh, you know, disguised him, so to speak, just like Clark Kent with just regular glasses. But I, I feel like I've seen, within the interviews I've seen with him, he's wearing sunglasses. Yes. He's always wearing he, sunglasses. He's, he's got that uh, Hollywood-esque uh, tone. I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can't. Sorry. So, um, this isn't Carrie. He walks. <laughs> I apologize. He, like, walks out, <laughs> he walks out, scene ends. He walks out, scene ends. Next scene. Goes to the room and he gives the flowers to Lisa. And then that's the first of the two sex scenes. Right. Do they, is where, this where they get drunk or they just have... No, no, not, no. Later. That's later. 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 Um, so they make love. And this is one of the scenes that if you try and watch... Well, oh, by the way, you can see this on YouTube. Tommy did release this on YouTube. Be care, uh, Double check which version you watch. Um, it might be worth it to try and find the non-YouTube version. So you can see what Tommy Wazoo's ass and well, because it, it, it was really, the pinnacle point of the movie. It really shows you how awkward the whole movie is. Like you find this out in Disaster Artist, but he wanted his ass showing mm-hmm. during the sex scene. Like he wanted his ass to be seen. He's he said in the Disaster Artist <clears throat> that this is the most important scene. <laughs> can I take a poll here? Go. Is Tommy Wazoo a virgin? No, at at the point of like in a vagina or, or in a in a now in a orifice a, before this movie had he ever had sex with a with a woman because one of the biggest comments I hear is it looks like he's banging her stomach. He he was not from because I I think I got a little bit of that where it just was not positioned correctly. <laughs> Like I, I have a feeling Lisa, the or the actress that plays Lisa, didn't want anything to do about it. So and are you telling me his flaccid penis is dragging up and down this poor girl's stomach the whole scene? I don't think it was flaccid by the end of that though. I don't know. <laughs> if if what you guys are saying is true, it probably was not flaccid unless or it was probably flaccid unless Mark or Johnny was uh standing in front of him. Within eye shot, and in Disaster Artist, they 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 uh, make a point to say that uh, Tommy Wiseau was uh, walking around <clears throat> butt ass naked. By the way, the set. if you uh, started listening to this episode and you saw the E next to this episode, that means explicit, not for everyone. E for um, everyone. Yeah, so just just a warning. But like seriously, just could you just just. Take a second and visualize that her stomach, just getting just grind like a little like I mean I, I don't I said a little but like something just dragging up and down <laughs> as this dude's making like we, we movements with to, his we, ass. We don't have to go that far. Like so, seriously, it's so disturbing but, though. But, but awkwardly, I like to bring up when she kisses him, she gets into it. Great she, actress. That's she doesn't why. hold back. It doesn't look awkward. She's like. When it does from his side. When she's <laughs> kissing Greg, 
she looks like into it and Greg looks awkward. Maybe that's part of the, he doesn't want to be doing it because mm-hmm. Tommy's his friend. Johnny's his friend. Mm-hmm. But she, she gets into it. Maybe he's a virgin and that's the problem. <laughs> Who knows? It could be either one. But um, or, or him and Tommy are not virgins. But <laughs> together. <laughs> but I mean, it, it was just weird because I mean, throughout the film, also uh, Johnny or Tommy. We're just gonna say the main character of the the movie. He Johnny, <laughs> Johnny sins. Johnny, he is wearing like a tank top throughout the whole the whole time. So for him to say, excluding like, the sex scenes, right, right, right. he's completely but, but, butt ass naked. I'm I'm just saying, like he's trying to show that you know he his body off or whatever. So oh, for sure, body So. I, I don't know if it was like, I don't know. Let's let's just keep moving. I shouldn't cause... have said it. Visualize this. So can we get off the sex scene? Right, next right. scene. No, what no. Is it? Uh, next I'm just scene was seeing things uh, drag across a girl's belly. <laughs> it's disturbing next, me. Next scene after that. Is that when what's his face gets mugged? Uh, ye- no. I... No. Do we find out about uh, Lisa's mother? <laughs> oh yeah, Lisa's mom shows up. Yeah. Oh yeah, Lisa's for... mom's very much like Johnny's got money. Fuck whether you love him or not. Right. Yeah. Just and she's like, I want to. I want to leave Johnny. Well. I want to leave Johnny. He's he's got money. He'll be able to take care of you. Okay. Another poll. Uh-huh. If you're Lisa, Johnny or Greg, Mark. Mark. Um, I would pre or after the movie, because <laughs> he's definitely poorer after the movie. Pre movie. Um, probably Johnny. Cause obviously he has money. You don't know how much, but he buys you random shit. It seems like so I you could get along with, with Mark mom? though. Yes. I, I you could get along. Hey, do you remember? I could, I could get along with Mark though. Do you remember how I said this is uh Johnny Wiseau's uh b- biography? Yes. I understand that, but I, I'm going off of what, what, uh, uh made my night. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you guys are both pick different people. <laughs> Who do you pick? Uh, I have a dilemma here. Okay. Why? I don't want to get sexist, but I think a woman deserves a guy who can take care of her. In all aspects or just monetarily? I think. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, I I mean. What aspect do you think it of, Devo? <laughs> Please elaborate. But in, <laughs> in theory, Greg, not Greg, Mark and Johnny live in the same building. So how much of an income difference do they make? Well, it's Mark, a big difference Mark because doesn't. Johnny owned both of them. Uh, Bo- Mark, Mark, Johnny. Mark doesn't. Denny and uh, Johnny live in the same building. I thought Mark lived in that building too. No, no. Where does he live? Because remember, they didn't specify. Johnny pays for Mark's rent, though. Oh, he does. No, he pays for Denny or Denny. Denny's rent. Because Denny's parents died, by the way. That's he, why he was a troubled kid. And I do remember what the scene was next. But go on, Victor. I don't. I think it's you got to. I think you got to do both. I think you got to provide for your woman, and you got to be able to provide. <laughs> spread your seed yeah i mean i'm if johnny's not her fit i don't but it's, so, it's based off of love though isn't it i don't i think Cause that's what the mother said at first like she switched 
but multiple see, times. I think sitting here talking to you guys, like me and you, all of us aren't the type of, type of dude who are going to be in our 40s working at a at a restaurant. Like we're going to, we could provide if needed. Correct. Like we make a, a solid income to support ourselves. And Later in the movie, we find out that Johnny can't though too. And so. we, can afi- uh, we can afford alcohol. <laughs> yes. Check out Whiskey Biz Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you want There's to know the, plug. the best selection of where to spend $1,400 on whiskey, <laughs> Robert can tell you every <laughs> bottle to buy. Well, not every. Check out our TikTok, Whiskey Biz Podcast. Plugs. Plugs. Loving it. Oh, I almost said plugs. something, a uh, really uh, bad joke. I was going to say plugs like oh, I need sh- for my hair, but uh, I thought you were going butt plugs. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so what's that next scene, Diva? I'll tell so, you later, so, Diva. So ends up the next scene, uh, Denny, who's playing basketball on a rooftop, which was completely bizarre as well, or he was just dribbling a, a basketball on a rooftop, gets um, I'd confronted. The, I'd hate to be the people who live underneath that. So I was right. Yeah, that definitely. was the next scene. Yeah, that was the next scene. Um, and he gets confronted by some Z- random Efron? guy. It was that guy from... Definitely. Oh yes, that's disaster drill. Or disaster drill. Disaster artist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just some random guy that's asking for money, and they also don't really. Well, they do explain it, huh? When uh, Lisa and her mom end up on the roof with them, asking Denny like, "What kind of money? What was he wanting?" and all of that. Oh, and uh, wait, can we go back? Sorry. Yeah. Go what ahead. Kind of money. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of what money. kind of money do you pesos? What kind of money do you owe him, Denny? You know, you know, Johnny will be able to help you with it. Like, what the f- is going on here? Because uh, Johnny and you can say fuck. We are. Yeah, I, I know. That like, I, I, w- I was trying to be clean with it, but um, Johnny and Mark end up on the roof. Take Wait. him away. The the we're we're gonna call him a drug dealer because um, that's what they also implied by the end of it um uh, by the end of the scene but um it was just like an emotional roller coaster of things going on between all of the characters on the roof and you didn't necessarily know what like you're not my mom well and uh <laughs> yeah well there's there's that part but what confused me is that Mark and uh Johnny took the guy away and they said that they were taking him to the police and then they show up like Two seconds later. Yet alone, they run in and jump a guy with a gun. <laughs> like, <laughs> yet alone, they figure out how to detain him. Like you said, they take him to the police. Then they come back and he... I and think then, I fell asleep for this scene. No, we just have this, like, heartwarming Johnny Wiseau scene. Tommy Wiseau scene where... Danny, your family. Yeah, your family. Like, we'll be able to take care of you. Like, we're friends. We love you. We Show sure as shit know that. Uh, what's the chick's name? Lisa. 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 She, we know sure as shit that she's not going to take care of him. She right. can't even take care of herself. She's probably banging Danny too. No, that that's obviously not happening. When uh, she says, "Don't be a brat," later on in the movie, to Danny. Okay. Plot twist. Uh-huh. Lisa. Gives everyone. Penny names. Penny from Big Bang Theory. Her life was based on 
the real Lisa. Ooh, that is that Plot is a twist. Very, that is a very good. I I like that uh, theory. I like that Victor's fan thinking. that fan theory is actually is a it's a decent one because if you think about Penny, she's also blonde, which I don't think we specified before, but um, uh, yeah, Lisa is is blonde. She's a she is she working? I don't know if she's working. There's no there's no information on oh, it. No, I don't think she so. works in computers. That's right. She works she in computers. Yeah, she works in computers because in the next scene that her mother shows up, uh, she talks about how uh, work isn't going well. Is that when they walk in on dude getting a blowjob? Yes. Yeah, and that that <laughs> scene is my favorite. Like that's fell asleep for like, that one too. Like, I, this blowjob <laughs> scene. So I well I, I watched the YouTube version though. <clears throat> Low job scenes in the YouTube. Yeah, you guys, he he has the uh, because uh, <laughs> it is after that. Oh yeah, it, it, okay. It, it it is after the uh, rooftop scene with Denny and all of that. And by the way, there there was some just I don't I don't you you'd have to watch the the movie to really know what we're talking about when it comes to just kind of like bad acting, um, so to speak. For both Denny and the mom, can we also say that the mom has breast cancer, but it's never mentioned again? Because because that is after they find the uh, friend of Johnny and oh, did I the random did I girl? Jump? I thought no, no, she... it goes into the next scene of that. So these two people are just banging in the room. Yeah, and they said, "Oh, we have a couple hours," and but then. It... The, the, I'm assuming so, these characters got fired, right? Because they don't show up again. Because they don't yeah, show right. up again. There's right. no more plot for these. Right. These two. Well, that no, blowjob uh, scene is pretty good, though. The dude comes back, but um, in a very awkward way, as well as the whole movie is just very awkward. Um, but yeah, he and this girl go to Johnny's room and. Um, they bring over chocolates and stuff, and he's wooing her. And the this scene is just so funny to me because he's chewing on cho- on chocolates, and she goes down on him. <laughs> and, and then he makes the face like the he's getting stupid. the best blowjob of his life. In her while head chewing time. chocolate, like I didn't catch the fact that he was chewing on chocolate or eating chocolate before, but I was like, why is he making that effing face? Like that fucking face is just horrendous and her head is not out of scene yet <laughs> right <laughs> and then all of a sudden it cuts to uh lisa and her mom coming back to the apartment wherever they're at condo they're like oh yeah like oh what are you doing here da, 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 da. and he has to go pick up his underwear <laughs> which was an awkward scene yeah what well, don't think he just leave his one. underwear there yeah and then that is the scene where we find out that her mom, Lisa's mom, has cancer. There it is. Sorry. So let's reenact this scene. Devo, tell me you have breast cancer. So I found out yesterday from the doctors that it's true. I have breast cancer. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't have laughed. <laughs> but that's Next scene, exactly yeah, think, the scene. It's, it's not funny, but I mean, if it was a real thing, like it's not even like believable. Yeah, because they they basically cut it pretty quick. Because uh, the mom goes, "Well, I have to leave now." Like, what the yeah, hell? You, yeah. You make it to the room to be able to just leave. 
Within and then minutes. this next part is when she meets, um, what's his face? Johnny's best friend. Mark. Mark, right? Oh, was that the next sex scene? <laughs> no, they didn't actually have sex. It was just like intimate kissing. Oh, And right. then the other friend shows up. Her friend shows up. Oh, yeah. Up. The, like She just starts knocking on the door. And then they put on their clothes in the slowest. And he did of their not life. have his shirt on. Are we ahead right now? I, I don't, don't know. So. I don't. I, she. They're putting on their clothes so goddamn slow, and then they tell her to come in. Well, and, and then she Mark goes, also says, "Wait, wait till I have my, like, wait, wait, wait and, till my clothes are on." And then, sure as shit, she's walking in, shirts like still showing. It, his nipples are still showing. And she goes, "Hey, Mark, X Y Z." And he goes, what? <laughs> she goes, examine your zipper like this <laughs> cheesy elementary school dad joke. Yes. And then they... Robert ha- tells better dad jokes. They have like a party, right? And she starts planning the party. Yeah, but they're drinking, I think drinking, we're ahead right? right now. I think we I are ahead. I think we're ahead. I don't think any of the other scenes matter. <clears throat> because she tries to... So no, there, there's at least Go ahead, one Help more scene. Johnny Johnny gets doesn't get his promotion. Right. Oh, that, yeah. That's when he ends up getting drunk and well No, that's he, later. No, no, no. No. no, it, no. He doesn't get the promotion. I think, I think this happens and then she's talking to her mom about it and then the mom drops a best cancer comment and then we move on to the next scene. Okay. So we skip this part. Okay, so so uh Sorry. Johnny Johnny doesn't end up getting the promotion and uh Lisa seduces him into both one sex, two um, well, first having drinking, having drinks, drinking, yeah, and, and then and sex, we find right? out that uh, and pizza. He, John, pizza. he was sober right. before they that, but too. but Johnny doesn't drink, and that was like the big factor within with like a, a subplot within the plot. But it's a very minor subplot. Well, no, it's a pretty big subplot for yeah, I guess for for how it kind of for like the movie. Out. But um, yeah. So Lisa, you have nice legs. <laughs> 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 and then what did she <laughs> say Johnny you have nice eyes or something <laughs> something something to that effect and so Make sex scene me, number Johnny. two yeah sex scene number two and then um, full asshole after that that's that is when uh, mother does come over and she talks about how, or Lisa talks about how Johnny got drunk because he didn't get the promotion because mom was also saying like hey you need to marry Johnny because you know he's he's doing really he'll well he makes a lot he'll take care of you he's she, making a lot of money team robert yep <laughs> and uh you know like bro mom knows best come on <laughs> so it just turns into a, a shit show for that and then it it cuts to a scene where mark is on a rooftop sulking of sorts or just he's just sitting there, there randomly something in like a fucking and plastic I think that's, chair and i think that's why you thought that mark lived in the same building because it that's was the I same thought. rooftop i didn't know that. 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 that don't <laughs> oh, look at me it's eye contact oh my bad um so <laughs> johnny comes in and disaster artist does a great bit of uh explaining what Took was going on with fucking this fucking tries yeah something like that it something was like, like that. fucking ludicrous then, How, he has Gre- one line <laughs> right greg slash mark um comes in and says like oh here have this water bottle it'll help with the scene no oh yeah, yeah yeah and but, so johnny comes through the door 
and goes, I didn't hit her. Throws the bottle down. I, I think we're skipping, but I was very confused at this point. Because it did jump around quite a bit. It did. I, I think it jumps somewhere because I think between when she says Johnny hit her, there was a couple scenes, and then Johnny comes out like, I didn't hit her. And I'm like, wait, when did this happen? Yeah. Right. Well, but these are these are the most important scenes we're going to talk about because we can't talk about the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I mean, we could take longer to talk about this movie than the movie actually took. But so he says all that. Mark it, goes. Well, he what, throws or, down the water bottle, oh, and, and, and then he goes, goes, "Hi, oh, Mark." Oh, hey, Mark. Like he's pissed to like normal in like zero point zero seconds. Mm-hmm. Like no time. And then they talk about uh, like women problems because. Johnny ta- says, "Like I didn't, you know, like things are going wrong with Lisa." Or, or I, I yeah, really like with this Lisa. scene. Can I also say though that it's super inaccurate? If any of us got accused of that, and we walked up to the rooftop of our building, we'd be like, "Mark, get the fuck out of the goddamn chair," and then break the shit out of that chair. Quite possibly. I I just love the and then fact- chuck it over the edge with every piece that broke off. I love the fact that Mark is secretly trying to tell Johnny that Lisa's cheating on him. Uh-huh. And Johnny's straight up like, I ain't got that problem. Lisa's loyal to me. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. There is that. And then, uh, what's it called? Mark goes on to a story saying something along the lines of, like, well, do you think that girls... Well, and that that is within the whole scene. Do you think that girls can cheat like guys do or some, something along those lines? And uh, then he talks about like, oh, well, you know, I've heard of, uh, Mark says, I've heard of stories of girls getting beaten up, like, and their faces smashed in and all of that. And then uh, Johnny goes, funny story, Mark. Like, Dang, like yeah. He, he's like, he chuckled like, and goes, good story. Oh, it was good story, funny, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think he said funny story, Mark. Cool story, bro. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> literally like mutilation yeah. was going on and yet he's like ha 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 good story you're right it's good story mark but he's like ha 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 good story mark and in disaster like, artists the fuck they depict this scene of like the producers or the people that were supposed to try and help wizzo like oh that'll work huh well <laughs> it, no they were like that that's not how it usually oh, goes yeah. and he's like well no like it's normal interaction human interaction yeah. can we also bring up this whole scene is like the possibly the worst green screen ever yes and they used it multiple times within the movie it, it's definitely like a made for tv movie style green scene not a movie production green screen it's like a made for vhs green screen i don't even know if you could do like i think made for movie made for tv now is actually better than made for vhs back in the day wasn't this like 2003 it was so it's probably made for vhs but it it did have a 90s like green screen very much 10 years outdated. yeah yes from the outdated borderline (laughs) black and white background um so then that whole thing goes down he you know lisa would never cheat on him and then basically it ends Kind of like that the scene movie? does. That scene. That that that, that, that <laughs> I wish. That scene does, and then it jumps to them trying on tuxes. Okay, I thought I was on the right path here. Yeah, they try on tuxes. They're all showing up now. He I, never I, actually. The wedding's not for two months, and they're I, trying on tuxes. I don't understand the scene. Doesn't it fucking make sense? Me. Why are they trying on tuxes? Why are they all showing up? 
at different times to the room. Okay, what, so... What was the psychologist's <laughs> name? Peter. I think Peter? it was Peter. The one that's yes, not in the whole movie. Uh, the one that got fired. He's got like four, four solid scenes. And I then think. he gets replaced. Yes. But he was too he cheap sh- to redo the scenes. And, and he shows and up in this scene. So he's a guy in glasses, basically. And... Oh, on the rooftop. Didn't he calm down? No, that's later. That Fuck. is later. God damn it. So... The part about it to me is they went to try on tuxes. They all show back up at his house. I've never seen that ability, right. first of all. Right. Second of all, to be able to you're trying on tuxes. You haven't bought them yet, and you decide to go play football in the in the alley. Well, it's because Denny wanted to. Let's talk about how inaccurately sure, sure, sure. They, they play football. They, like, run around in circles and throw it to each other. It's like a... It's like, it's like a ring around the rosy meets smear ultimate the queer. football. Meets smear the queer. In the alley. Wow, that is very offensive to you, uh, it, I don't know what the PC version of that game is. I remember playing smear the queer. I, I do remember smear the queer as well. But it was like a... We are open to everyone, caps? by the way. Yeah, uh, baseball players played with, uh, like, Gatorade caps. I don't... I, okay, so they... I played they, with the football. <laughs> so they 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 they're basically like running around in circles, and then one guy's like, "Hey, go deep to Peter, Johnny to Peter," and Peter eats shit in his suit that he's trying on. And by the way, Johnny does not throw it very well, anyways. No one in the movie does. True. And he eats shit, and everyone's kind of like giggling about it. Well, can, well, because uh, the chirp chirp—that's why I ended up doing it. That pops oh, up a yeah. few times. Like that to, was in the to first get, time to to get Peter to go out and play football. Uh, they started chirp chirping him, where it was cheap, just cheap, 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 cheap. And I don't know if that's a Wizzo original. Well, they type talk deal. about that's why they think he came from like Eastern Europe, right? Because it's like an austrian thing or something i was thinking polish i think polish a polish yeah uh that's why kind of they thing. think that he came from that area yeah but uh, so so that happens and then they i'm cut slowly changing this whole like conversation is leading from a three and a half to a three for me <laughs> like no you it's said, just like so many shake disaster, my head you, you said polish. disaster artist made it to a 3.5 so I'm like, it makes sense that you put it at a three regularly by itself, maybe okay. even a two. Uh, yeah, no, I'd I'd say like by itself, a three. I think I said two and a half. Actually, maybe I didn't. Who the fuck knows? I've had plenty of whiskey tonight. I I think when you watch this movie, you're like, what the fuck did I fucking Wait, watch? Can I just well because then it cuts to another scene in a different alley with them playing football in a very yeah. small area, and then that guy that got dome. <laughs> Comes in and goes, hey, uh, Johnny, so, like, I was at your place, and Lisa and her mom came home, and I had a very odd thing that happened to me, and then out of nowhere, as he's saying his story, Mark comes in and goes, or just, like, joins in on the fun in terms of uh, playing football, which, how did he know? It's a random-ass alley, and uh, then... The guy that was getting dome gets pushed by Mark for some reason. I I was thinking that it was going to end up being something along the lines of uh, them having beef in general, um, but that was definitely not the case. Is this where Danny confesses his love for Lisa? Uh, no, that was scene. on the rooftop. 
That's later. Because <laughs> oh yeah, because uh, Denny comes home and Johnny's not not there, and he's wanting to talk to Johnny, and uh, uh, he tells Lisa like, "Well, you look very pretty," and she goes, "You little brat!" Like I was like, "What the oh, fuck is she, that he's, type of?" He's flaring with her. He's, yeah, but. He's like, trying to get the raw dog in. I, oh, Danny. I, I was surprised that she didn't end up saying, like, you perv. Like, it, it, unless that's what they were trying to portray, where it was like, you know, it, uh, Denny's just a, a little perv and hitting on an older woman that is uh, Johnny's future wife. Danny seems like a troublemaker. Get involved with drugs, trying to sleep with John, Johnny's girl. Well, he's lost in his ways. He lost both his parents, and uh, Johnny is helping pay for the rent. Is the next scene the roof when he talks about that? Yeah. All right, done. So then, they, then all, all of a sudden, they appear on the roof. And then he goes, Poof. Hey, Johnny, I want to raw dog your future wife. Not literally, but he's like, Hey, Johnny, I have something to admit. I, I think I'm in love with Lisa, or I love Lisa. And he goes, Oh, Denny, that's okay. She yeah. loves you too. Yeah, your family. Like, your f- no. It's like, uh, she hey, does Johnny. Love you too. Johnny, I like want to like back to Victor's point. Like, I want to bone Lisa. Oh, because that's he like, was, yeah, that's when he was saying that he he wanted a girl, um, and wanted to get his degree and make good money so that he could have a wife and all of that, and uh, then. Out of nowhere, Johnny just goes, "Well, yeah, Lisa loves you too." Like, who wouldn't want a raw dogger? I mean, Mark is, right? Because I think the very next scene is that. There's no proof. They're just making out. No, it, it is proof. They they cut to the same scene of Johnny. <laughs> that that was the other thing that critics had uh, mentioned, where they oh, used yeah, the same right. sex scene for. Uh, both both of them yeah yeah but you don't see mark's ass no it kind of like cuts early too doesn't it yeah so then is it the party no but i know that you're definitely wanting to get to that i I just feel like the next the next part is uh mark on the roof and peter meets with him oh and he's uh, uh, smoking some weed and uh peter's like why are you taking that shit go on you guys and then they just like get into this like fight and then mark's like trying to throw peter off the roof and then they're cool and then they're just oh that's the weirdest thing and i think that's why that's the other spectrum part right like you're mad and then you're fine and also like it reminds me of a ufc fight like you're trying to beat the shit out of a motherfucker then the bell rings and then you're like oh High five. Well, yep. <laughs> pound it, man. Good round. What's up, bro? And, and I think there is I love some, you. There is some context to it because um, Peter does call Mark out and says, "Like you're having an affair with uh, Lisa, aren't you?" And that's when uh, Mark got upset. Yes, and Peter gets yes. fired. Yes. Essentially, Peter. Yes. We never see him again after the scene, right? But uh, other people say, or. Other critics say that uh, it's because Peter ended up, or the actor that is Peter, ends up getting another role for another show. Or I thought you were about to throw some fan theory in there about what really happened to no, Peter. No, no. Like he was like, I couldn't, that, he couldn't put up with this mentally, and he 
just had to step away from it, so that's why we don't see him. <laughs> that would have made it better. I should have said that. Damn it. But yeah, so if you want to check out uh, Devo's fan uh, fiction that he's wrote for the room, yeah, it, org. No, it's all about Tommy. <laughs> all about Tommy. <laughs> Tommy's <laughs> Tears. dot <laughs> org. <laughs> um, and then it, but, uh, yeah. it it so if you guys haven't noticed with how we're talking about this movie, it jumps we can't even around. remember it, because it, it's so fucking back it, and forth, and we have There's our no own real thought flow. as to why it or how it should have flowed. Because then it that's goes... why I can make a better movie, Victor. <laughs> Victor, start up a GoFundMe for Robert to create a movie better than The Room. I am. If you, feel free to find the link in our description. Hey, you know what? Set the set the standards high, and if you set them high, and we get that number, then I'll fucking do it. <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get it though, because if you don't hit it on the GoFundMe, you don't get the money, right? Yeah, I think you have to hit your goal. Yeah. So just set it at like one point five million. <laughs> Just set it up. Be like Robert's. Robert Parker is gonna make. Oh shit! Well, fuck it. <laughs> that he's gonna I, make. I thank God because I think I did another episode. I'm like, ah, I didn't mean my to name. Say his last name. Yeah, it's fine. Who cares? I mean, if you really wanted to find me, you'd find me. So to to jump back in, I think it jumps into where Johnny is suspicious of Lisa. He taps the phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But he just, like, plugs a tape recorder into an analog phone. Yes. <laughs> right. And they, 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 make Lord a great, help me. they make a great point to point this out and how they used it and how it quite possibly Tommy uh, used, you know, bugging phones and certain things um, for the, the disaster artist. Exactly um, why it's Tommy Wiseau's fucking biography. <laughs> Yes, I wasn't like not agreeing with you. I'm just bringing back that my point is right. Danny (laughs) is Greg, Mark is Greg, and Lisa is Greg. (laughs) Actually, that could work. (laughs) That could be a good fan theory. On, on, I I do agree with that, and that's why that's why Greg is so such a good actor because he has split personalities. He can play a woman, a child, and an adult male. (laughs) At Danny. least in Tommy's in Tommy's mind, yeah, <laughs> and that's how scatterbrained Tommy is. But yeah, so uh, it's the house is bugged, and um, she calls. She calls. Wait, when do we when do we go to the awkward scene where they're playing football in the park? No, where they're. No, that's the very end. Where they're having coffee. Mark and Johnny, and Johnny goes. I can't tell you what I do for a living. Oh, that's right. He just has big clients that he's not able to talk about and just weird stuff like that. Weird do you think those like clients that. work with his bank or buy leather jackets? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely leather jackets. <laughs> do you do you wonder what those see. leather jackets taste like, Diva? I, I, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, they taste like cocaine. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> and then my one of my favorite lines of all time: Johnny's go, "Hey, Greg, how's your sex life?" Yes, he does. So, Mark, how's your sex oh, Mark, life? Mark. And he's like, and Mark goes, "It's pretty good. Your girlfriend's amazing." <laughs> I mean, no, he doesn't say that. But goddamn, uh, would have made the movie a lot better. 
I think he said something along the lines of you know almost what's funny? like I've had my ups and downs or something like oh, that. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but you know what's funny? If he did say, oh, it's great. Your your girlfriend's amazing in the bed. He'd probably be like, ha, ha, ha. Funny, funny, funny story, Mark. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> funny story. You're right. Lisa is so... <laughs> Lisa's so good in bed, Mark. We like brothers now. Eskimo brothers. Oh, when... <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, that at at this point when they are in the cafe, uh, definitely Johnny does or is suspecting of Mark, you know, cheating oh. or with, with Lisa on it. But... Um, God dang. Like, yes, at this point, Rob, I think we have made it to the party. <laughs> the party, the party yay, we got there. Yes. Uh, finally. <laughs> uh, what's the timestamp? So there's a party, right? What's the timestamp, Rob? We're at a minute, an hour 10. Damn, we're almost. Yeah. The, the we're, movie's we're like a movie. Hour and 20. Let's... Hey, at least we're consistent with our first <laughs> recording. So, um, so when they have the party, they're all in this little, like, I'm going to just call it johnny wtf's crib the room yes yes well no well there there are two rooms because you have an upstairs i I don't with like a spiral staircase the whole movie i didn't know it was an upstairs or just kind of like a loft bed like they had raised ceiling i I think it was a loft be an upstairs Victor? Yes, essentially, but it was also a spiral staircase, by the way. Like Which that, is upstairs. Yes, they're not stairs. No, no, no. Go up no, or no, down no, the no, stairs. No, no. I, I just wanted okay. to give the the listeners uh insight on the fact that he has a spiral staircase in his condominium. I'm gonna call it a condominium. I think it's an apartment. Sure. It's a paid for well, I guess a paid for apartment would be a condo. How does he make so much goddamn money? He's living in an apartment. Selling and, leather jackets. And paying for the rent for another little kid. Selling leather jackets lined with cocaine. No wonder why the movie ended like it did. Yeah. We'll but we're we're at the, the, the scene so they have where this... Mark and her Mark and Lisa get caught by No no no, no 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 hold no, on that hold is, on though. No they start the party downstairs then they're like hey let's go upstairs They try to get everybody to the rooftop No outside Outside yeah. But I think it was oh, like the you know rooftop what? That makes a lot of sense because I'm like why the fuck would they go to the outside alley Right. And just no, leave it's, them there. It's that rooftop is okay, what I think makes, the plan that, was. That makes a lot more sense than what I thought they were going to. <laughs> I thought they were going to the alley where they played football. Well, and, then, and also, like, uh, so Mark and Lisa were flirting during the party quite a bit. Oh, yeah. There was, and like, then, some, like... And then we get a new character. Two we characters. Get the new, we get the Two new characters. Peter. New Peter. New Peter. Which I think I looked up casting, and it's, like, party guest four. Right, and just, really they, they didn't even explain him as being a cousin or anything like well, that. This is a great example of how even IMDb can't figure out what the fuck is going on in this goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. Party guest number four comes in, yeah. and he knows that Greg and Lisa are raw dogging. Yeah, everybody so, knows, but <laughs> yeah, but Johnny, well, Johnny. Well, yeah, so uh, Lisa goes, okay, let's all go outside, and then she pulls Mark to the couch, and he goes, what are you doing? Johnny's my best friend. <laughs> that comes up all the time, and, you know, I mean, that that just proves that guys generally think with their wrong head. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, like, and, and good. <laughs> so, so there's, there's, I think, I feel like there's other scenes before the party scene. But I think we got them all. I don't well, think no, we got well, them. Well, how awkward was it when uh, Mark and Johnny go to the park and they're throwing the ball around? That's later. No, it's not. I think it's after. No? Yeah, it's after. It's after the party. It's after because no, this was the end. They recorded it in order. Okay. Let's keep going then. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, no, no. Because they, they fight at the party. Yeah. They fight at the park, too. You just can't tell because the camera's too fucking far away. Disaster. Because they're definitely pissed uh, at each other. But they're, again, they're throwing a football around and they're running in circles, and running around the posy. And, and they're wrestling. catch. They're wrestling. Tickle. T- uh, tickle fights. Look like they're tickling the person with the ball. Yeah, it was, it was really awkward, regardless of when that was. It jump scenes crazily. Um, the, the scenes just don't make fucking sense. Well, I mean, like the just... scenes of uh, of Johnny and Mark just jogging. Yeah, they're just jogging <laughs> San together. Francisco. So then, it looks like Full House. I swear to God, this it is, is the this. Full House. The freaking <laughs> it is the it's from the intro. Of Full Anywhere House. Anywhere you go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that opening <laughs> scene or that opening <laughs> like like just picture is is in the movie like four yeah. times. It's just a pay. They're paying homage to. Uh, Oh, maybe he watched a lot of that show because that he, came out before. He, he could have, and everyone is meeting at his house, his room. Like, oh, my God. And it's a full house oh my at God. the party. Holy shit, we figured it out. No. And in Big Bang Theory, they all hang out at that one apartment. That's true. And they oh go up God. to the roof a lot. That's true. Oh, my God. What if the maker of Big Bang Theory loved the room so much? That's he, a new he recreated theory. the room into the Big Bang theory. with a bunch of intelligent people, because yeah. because really, Tommy, Tommy W Tommy WTF created Big Bang Theory. Tommy WTF is Sheldon. No, Tommy WTF made that show. I know, but he wanted Sheldon, and that's why Tommy. And what WTF. if Sheldon is actually Tommy Wazoo? Yeah, that's what I was meaning. <laughs> No, I mean like in real life, <laughs> dude. Then he's brilliant. God dang, he's we're so not giving smart. him he's enough credit. Weird. Um, <laughs> but so back to okay. the party. Sorry. So the so party. They, yeah, they they have the party inside. Then they're like, "Hey, let's go outside up to the roof." Is what I let's, assumed. Let's Victor get a little the alley. That's what yeah. Lisa said. Let's get a little. I thought air. it was. Let me just say that if I was cheating on with one, if I was banging one of your guys' significant others. I would not do it at your birthday party. We appreciate that, <laughs> uh, oddly. Um, <laughs> that is just, I would not that, do that, it. That, that is an odd thing to say. Like, yes, I I, I appreciate you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't defile so, my... <laughs> like, she's so, trying to get caught. She, she's trouble, She's right? trying to get caught, for sure. Right? Well, she's trying to get caught. She's trying to get Johnny to break up with her. I don't want to. She wants to see how dumb Johnny is to see how far she but can push. Him. I think she I ha- also I was think- pushing out. Like she wasn't wanting to. Although she flip flopped like a motherfucker throughout the whole movie on saying that Johnny was actually a good guy, but she didn't want to hurt him. But at the same time, she didn't care because then she talked to her friend and saying like, you know, uh, uh, like Johnny just doesn't do it for me, and I could do whatever I want. 
She just can't get hard for her. He can only get hard for Mark. I don't know if this is sexist of <laughs> me or sexist of the production of this movie, but it it really is trying to put the the what is the tone that Lisa is trying to push all the blame off herself and victimize herself. Yeah, absolutely. She's trying to sound like the victim. She yeah. is trying to, and I think that's a very sexist tone that I don't know if it's Tommy Rizzo's actual vision of women, what they do to be manipulative and victimize themselves. I, I, think, I, think, it, it was, I think Lisa is his life, right? But we can, yeah, Lisa is Tommy Wazoo's life. I I think and Lisa, how his life screwed him over. But she, she didn't okay. want to break okay. up. Okay, yes, with with you with you putting it that way, like or the second half of that, yes, because um, I think this is deep and deeper than <laughs> the capacity of Tommy Wazoo. No, I think this is how he thought about it. I, I think he, he just didn't know to how be... to put it into a story. Yeah, we're just dissecting it properly so now. So Lisa is life and trying to raw dog him in the worst possible way. Yes, By except not literally. Fake saying him. that he hit her and then cheating on him, but trying to get not care if they get caught and then pretending they're pregnant. Oh yeah, we didn't oh, we didn't shit. mention that part. Like yeah. uh, fake. Pre- I guess we're gonna get pregnant at some time. Well, because they announced they announced that at the party, right? Yeah, yeah. because holy shit, because Johnny Johnny did suspect at that time that he, that she was. Uh, oh, and that was her way of like keeping him close enough. Mm-hmm. This reminds you of anybody else's life, Devo, in personal background. Think of a uh, close family of friends. Someone that said they were pregnant to keep them around. Oh yes, yes. Sorry, um, that that's a side note. In but the, it does I mean, happen. It it in does our happen. Other podcast. No, <laughs> no, um, it's not. Well, we kind of, <laughs> kind of. But um, like it is more of like I it I I feel like it does happen. It does happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But usually they're not around. also cheating on you. But at the same like, time, yeah, is this like, a rep? Sorry, I'm gonna get real sexist. Is this a representation that you should put in the movie? I feel like... Is this a minority that you're trying to play, like... Or, is th- or are we assuming it, that this is a majority? It is, depends on the direction that you're wanting your viewers to take it. If that makes any sense. This like, is something that would not have been approved in a mainstream movie to be on in a movie. Because today. I feel like yes. Lisa's role is this... Fault, not false, but this this view on women and then the mother supports this, right? Like, Hey, just marry Johnny, but go have your fun. Like, uh, huh. well, and Mark makes mention, was it Mark? I think it's Mark that makes mention that the, the mother is like that as well. Or no, it's Lisa's friend says that you sound just like your mother. Like, uh, so it, it's one of those things that, uh, Lisa picked it up inherently. Like it, it, Anyways, let's. <laughs> so basically, basically, right okay. Well, uh, that sounded weird. So basically, they go back inside, or no, uh, Lisa and Mark are making out. Peter, who's also party goer number four, <laughs> recaps comes in. Peter. 
yeah, recasted Peter comes in and he's like, oh my God, I can't believe you guys are doing this. You're going to ruin our friend group. Yeah. And then then everybody else comes back in. Right. And they stopped, right? Because Peter already confronted them. Then they're just hanging back inside the room. And Johnny and Mark get in a fight, right? Well, because uh, Lisa's dancing with Mark. Mm Kind of like... Kind you of know, seductively, not yeah. so much, but yeah. grinding. In her red dress. Grinding. If I if I was cheating on, if I your significant other was cheating on me, I would not dance with them at your birthday party. Well, we appreciate that too in an awkward <laughs> way. Um, so then, is this is this the last scene before the end? No. Because you were saying that they oh, ended they up running through the play. park and they went to no, the park. No, you're right. You're right. That happened that. before. Okay, Devo. Yeah. I don't remember when. <laughs> I think Disaster Artist completely blew that shit and made me think Disaster, it was later than Disaster it was. Disaster Artist does kind of like fuck that with you. That was like close to the end. Uh, timeline. Yeah, because there's but their scene order is is out of order. Completely off. Well, because it it's also suggests that um, Mark left for a certain amount of time, like a good amount of time before the movie was even completed. But even when you look it up on um, just checking it out, it it I think said eight months was was the duration of well, that's because fucking Johnny. I mean Tommy couldn't act right. So so but, party right. So so well I mean I guess we could still like all of the scenes that are after the party like outside of the fact that it's two best buds going at it shoving each other breaking a few things uh, ends up mark getting like booted out of the the house and in the the party ending essentially yes i feel and, like they fought and then they just went on with life like mm-hmm. if i fought with you at your birthday party devo i would leave after mme f- uh, mma fight i wouldn't sit around and make it awkward right Right, but I, I'm just saying, like that's what it ends with, and then it goes, it jumps into another few scenes where it doesn't quite make sense. And then so, Johnny ends up in his bedroom. In his bedroom. Well, okay. oh no! After oh no, you're right. After the party, um, Lisa is outside the bathroom that is upstairs within the loft. Oh yeah. Weird. Um, and Johnny's Tom, like, yeah, Johnny crying in the bathroom crying sulking in the the bathroom and uh lisa's on the phone calls mark says like oh well it's okay johnny will figure it out like he's fine da, 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 da. but i can't wait to see you and mark's saying no we can't be doing this anymore like da, 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 da. johnny's my best friend okay cool Greatest line in the movie, Johnny's my best friend. Or most heck? used line in the movie. And, yes. Johnny's exactly. my best friend. If, if Johnny's guys, my best friend and oh hey Mark is the two most used. If you guys were line. my best friends, I wouldn't bang your significant other. We appreciate that. But Are we not your it, best friend because but, you said if we but, were but other than God that you, 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 you would be outside our <laughs> residence. So. I can never beat the bromance between you two. <laughs> well, that's fine. You can still be our best Unfortunately, friend. Unfortunately, the listeners can't see your hand gestures to each other. My hands have been like and how playing close? with the fucking cord for I, the headphones. Was, so there may be another podcast where you guys like what have a bromance that's off <laughs> the mic. Maybe, you know what? Our movie could be about the bromance. 
if you guys really want to see this, we're going to start a, or Victor's going to start a GoFundMe and it's going to be, uh, if you, if we hit a million and a half, we will make a movie, Devo and I, and Victor will be the producer. Absolutely. Let's do this. <laughs> Fucking. I mean, what's the worst could happen? So, we don't so get a million and a half, right? We are almost at the end. <laughs> and of our, this our movie is going to be called The Bedroom. <laughs> God. The Bromancia. God dang. Um, so we are right at the end where uh, Johnny like Thank you for storms. giving me that soundtrack, D, though. Yeah. <laughs> jo- Johnny storms out of the bathroom, right? And confronts Johnny Lisa. Storm from Fantastic Four? Yes. <laughs> I forgot about the fact that Johnny Storm is Johnny Storm. <laughs> um, but he storms out of the bathroom, confronts Lisa, and says, you're cheating on me. She goes, no, I'm not. What are you talking about? And then he goes downstairs to get the stupid recording, brings it back upstairs, and uh, surprisingly has a, I forgot a, about that too. another uh, thing to, to be able to record back. And it recorded her talk with or her conversation with mark and johnny goes into a whirlwind of throwing things and messing up the room and everything kicks her out finds a gun finds a gun there's a gun but remember he does kick her out yes so she does not see him wrestle like I, I'm gonna put this in the cinematic view of it. He's wrestling with himself in the sense of he's, uh, you know, a good guy. He thinks of himself as a good guy. He's providing for Denny. He's providing for Lisa. He's providing for himself. Well, he and, is a good guy in the movie. Right, right. Oh, he that does is, nothing that is wrong. That that is true. They do mention that he's nothing a good person wrong. and all of that. I think this is where Robert's version of the movie, where Johnny, instead of offing himself, goes into serial killer mode. Yes, and it, that it, would have been now, so good. And now it turns into Tommy versus Mecha Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Mecha Tommy versus Mecha Shark. He has to save the world. Obviously, he's a good guy. So Tommy has a Power Rangers Mecha of himself, and he <laughs> fights the Megalodon. Yeah, is um, he White Ranger, Red okay. Ranger? <laughs> okay, so he's in Green his black, Ranger. blue. He's in his bedroom loft. Yes, like going nuts. What like is... his? He's just like his head is everywhere. So, like if you imagine any drunk dude that's super emotional, I may have had a few of these moments in my life. Um, and you just imagine what they're doing. Mm-hmm. This is it, well, and he hadn't really been drinking much. R- well, he didn't drink at all at that point. Uh, no. And but, he's like flipping around in the bedroom. Right. And and I guess this is where I was kind of going on the fact that like it's actually pretty good because his mindset on this scene alone is very theatrical. Like and it, it makes sense if you actually dissect it, bring it down to where he's fighting with himself. He's fighting with the realities that he's in in front of or that's in front of him and everything and so he ends up finding a gun randomly and basically the the only scene or the only part that like throws me off is the fact that he sniffs lisa's dress oh yeah (laughs) what oh yeah the disaster artist thinking of this she was like I was going to keep that dress. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a funny And they're like, nope, you aren't anymore. 
So then he shoots himself, and Lisa, he shoots himself in the head. It's a little. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. So I, I heard when this scene plays in these cult movie theaters, and everyone's yelling, do it, do it, yeah. do it. And that's what they, they actually uh, pay homage to for uh, for it in The Disaster Artist, too. So, and, and to kind of, and I have a feeling like it's very true that um, Greg ended up talking Tommy down because Tommy was so upset at the point, at this point, because everyone wanted him to shoot himself. But Tommy was actually seeing himself on the, the screen and was like, no, like they should be saying no to it, not to kill yourself type of thing. But they were hoping that he would. And I yeah. think, I think the disaster artist bridges everything that all the questions it pulls have everything together um and it also shows that he shot himself twice in the ending scene through the head but they didn't do that in the movie he just he lays there lifeless and the movie's over and this is well, why mark, mark blames lisa Lisa blames Mark. It's it's very strange. Yeah. I, I love how Lisa's kind of like, oh, we can be together now, Mark. And Mark's like, fuck you. You, you did this to him. <laughs> and it was just as much Mark's fault. Yeah. It, it's like, I, as we're dissecting it for the second time. <laughs> so Lisa is, or this, this is the autobiography in... Tommy Wazoo's eyes, or Wazoo, whatever. Yeah, definitely. This is his autobiography because he feels like at every turn someone has screwed him over. Yeah. Or someone, you know, as much as life looks like it's going good, he's getting screwed over. However, it's his little pity piece. Right. And however he made his money, someone was taking advantage of him. Yes. And um, I don't know what else to say about this. It was it was a theatrical disaster i would say mishap but i mean it was for sure a disaster i I know we think this movie's so horrible but i think if you said it's a gem bro i know you guys are saying it's horrible i'm almost on on board with it being a gem it if i was in high school it'd be one of these movies that you just quote all day with your friends just like napoleon yeah i could see that like like just like napoleon dynamite i know i've texted you guys some memes Right, yes. right, right. You know, or GIFs in in our group chat, and I I think it's it's worth the watch. Yeah, and uh, to kind of like even show that this has made, I don't know if it would be considered mainstream or not, because I I brought it up to my uh, brother in law. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I also do another podcast outside of Whiskey Biz, uh, and we do reviews on so to speak, bad movies. And uh, I said, The Room, and he goes, oh, hey, Mark. Like, that was his first initial thing. I was like, oh, so have you seen it? And he goes, no, I've just seen that that part of it. Yeah, or Hi, Doggy. <laughs> Hi, Doggy. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like getting a tattoo. Like, you just kind of enter this social club or just once you've seen the movie, like, you're, you're, you're in it. the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, bef- before we wrap up, I know we've talked about disaster artists. Maybe we should do a quick, like, wh- where do you rank this movie? Disaster artists? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we've given enough detail about it. They did a really good job of re-portraying 
the scenes. Now that's also because you have legit actors doing it. Yeah. And and because it's, I mean, it's technically and they're comedians and technically everything about this movie and how it was made was comedic. It it was definitely presented as a spoof, especially with the opening scenes of being uh like big actors, actresses saying like it's uh, a movie to be seen. It's you know. Oh, I didn't uh, think that of its time. I think that was a respect like thing, not. Yes, I don't I, think that I, I made feel, it seem like a spoof. I I feel well. I kind of did just because of how the movie ended up going, through, like how it was going through. We can ad- through agree it. to disagree. I'm cool yeah, with that, Devo. Yeah, that's no, right. I, I think I've seen a handful of interviews with James Franco, and he's like. I, I want to do this right. I want Johnny's approval. You know, less of a... I want to tell the true story. Less of a spoof. Okay. Because I think he, he got Johnny Wazoo's life rights to do this movie. Okay. And I you mean, mean his leather jacket company? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and and for Disaster Artist, I, I, would, I would put it as... Like, I I feel like you you can't watch Disaster Artist if you haven't seen The Room. I agree, and I don't now, know where I want to put it so in you, terms of like you Jim or do or, not watch this movie if you haven't watched The Room. Right. Also, I don't think they could have done any better job portraying any of the actors in this movie, which would make it a five, right? But it's just it's so out there. I don't think I could give over a four. And I think I would give Disaster Artist a four. And I I think I'm on board with the four as well. But I I mean I'm I don't know. I'm I'm also in between like a four, four and a half. Because I feel like they did a really good job of um explaining through film as to who Tommy was, who Greg was, and you know, all the supporting actors and how they came about type of thing. Like it's a documentary slash, uh, you know, assistant (laughs) to the movie. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say there's two extremes, right? A zero would be don't watch the movie. And a five would be go watch it now. And, I think if you haven't seen The Room, it'd absolutely be a zero. And if you have seen The Room and you didn't absolutely hate it, then you have to watch Disaster Artist. But if you were to rate Disaster Artist without seeing The Room, what would you give it? I'd give it a two. Really? Yeah, I don't think it'd be... There's no context. I, right. I, I don't think it's you, funny. That's true. I don't think it's... You're going to be really confused. And you're gonna be, and you I can't I, watch one without the other. Correct. Like they are, they are dependent of each other. Well, I think and, you can watch the room without seeing the Disaster Artist. Yes, but I think the room is better with the Disaster Artist. But the Disaster Artist is reliant on the room. That, that, I totally agree. Yeah, it, it, I don't know, but Victor, I think we spoke enough about this one. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I think um, if you've made it this far, we appreciate you being here. Please. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, straight to TV. And if you want to email us, feel free to email us at straight to TV at gmail.com. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Much appreciated. See ya.